Friends, you need to be betting on yourself this year. You need to be putting chips on yourself, your ideas, your own personal whatever's inside of you that needs to come out, whether it's musically, artistically, whether or not you are working a uh, a job right now that you're not passionate about and you're just trying to make ends meet, whether you are like, oh man, like, like I found myself so much this past year emotionally drained, just not feeling like I have anything with, like I just don't have anything to give. Maybe... You're doing something badass right now. Maybe you are exactly where you always wanted to be. Maybe you are a musician. You just landed like the coolest freaking gig ever. No matter what life looks like right now, you need to be investing in yourself and your future in whatever capacity you have. Sarah and I were recently spending the evening over at a friend's house. So we were making dinner, uh, we watched a movie, drank some beers, enjoyed great conversation. Now, I can't share any specific, their name, their job title, who they work for, just to respect their privacy, because this friend of mine is a badass in the sales world. They are the head of sales for their company, regularly making multi-million dollar deals with, uh, let's just say, just pick one of those massive nationwide stores where you, uh, let's say, just need a membership. Get yourself a flat screen TV and maybe uh, your groceries for the rest of the month at the same time. They are very close friends of ours. And after dinner, uh, they pulled out uh, some dessert, a cake. And apparently her team was on the back end of doing market research uh, design and creation of a cake that they were going to start selling. I found the whole situation fascinating. So here's what happened. They said, our company is replacing a cake. We had a deal with this major brand that uh, we were selling. And what we realized is that we should be making these cakes ourselves and selling our own thing. So this one you guys liked, that was actually our new one. That's a really good thing. I'm glad you liked it because that's going to be the new replacements. Uh, and that starts hitting shelves like in February of this year. They're all over the place. So anyway, so you guys have any plans for later this week? I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. You can't just drop something like that on me. I started pushing on it. I said, all right, you got. You have to tell me more. Turns out, long story short, is that they had this deal with this nationwide brand that if I said their name, we'd all recognize. And it was doing really well. Like they were selling millions of dollars of this this, this singular specific product every year. And what they started realizing as a company was, well, a couple things. Number one, every time we sell one of these, we're sending money to the brand who is making it. If we made it ourselves, we made it on the front end, we could actually make more money by selling our own instead in its place. Second is that by doing this, by putting our own thing out there in the marketplace, not only will we be, be making more money, uh, hopefully in like the next year or two, but in the long run, our vision, like this actually brings brand awareness. Like someone buys it, they like it, they associate it with our brand name, our in-house uh, name. So we're building a relationship and we're it's essentially investing in our own future by doing this. They're taking a risk, like they're guaranteed sales. They're, it's doing well right now. 
and they have this partnership. So it's somebody else's name. So you all you have the awareness of people coming to your place, but also people recognizing another trusted name. But it was this long-term business thinking that fascinated me, this thought that, yes, maybe it'll take a dip. Not even to mention like the relationship aspect of it. You in this relationship with this other company. It's a risky move to take a step back and decide to invest in themselves, in their future. And because I'm not a freak, I didn't, I didn't br- really bring up how interesting I found that. I was like, oh, that's uh, really, I kind of just left it there, okay? Because I'm not going to, listen, we're not freaking recording a podcast over dinner at a friend's house. Uh, but as we were driving home, I was thinking about it. And my mind started wandering to all the examples that I've heard of in kind of like parallel similarities in music scenarios. And this story of these two bands based out of England uh, kept coming to my mind. And I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if this is a perfect analogy, but it just keep, it's, it kept coming up in my mind all night. I was thinking about this morning. You, you tell me if this makes sense. There are these guys going to the University of College in London, and they started this band together, and they called themselves, I think the first name they called themselves was Pectorals, uh, and they later changed their name to Starfish, and they were starting to get some traction in the local scene, and as they are uh, in rehearsals, they realize they don't like their band name, so the band is having this conversation with another music friend of theirs named Tim, uh, and Tim is uh, had been starting his own band on the side, and they're all friends. And he had been reading this book of poetry from this American poet named Philip Horky. And Tim had found a part of the title to this uh, poetry book really interesting. And so he had just like you know casually named his band uh, that. But as he was going along, he was like, well, I just feel like this name just to me feels like a little bit too much of a downer. So I'm not going to do anything with it. You guys have this name. I'll come up with another name for myself. And as this band from the University of College of London started uh, getting traction, they start getting big and bigger, bigger and bigger, and the opportunity starts uh, unfolding for them as a band. And they ask Tim, they say, hey, will you join our band and be a part of what we're doing? Tim goes, well, I'm, I'm friends with you guys, but we had this music uh, that he believed in his own personal project. And he decided, no, I want to, f- I really believe in what I'm doing here. I want to continue doing this. So he turned him down. Turns out the book of poetry that uh, inspired Tim to use as a band name, the book was called Child's Reflections, Cold Play. The band he gave that name over to and turned down because he believed in his own music, uh, that's Cold Play. The music that Tim believed in, the music that he was writing and the band that he formed, they called themselves Keen, a band that has become one of my all-time favorite bands. Friends. I am, it's in the middle of the night. I'm in my studio right now and I'm interrupting myself. I'm hit, just turn all the lights on. I hit record and I wanted to, I'm going to completely change the second half of this episode. Uh, and here's why earlier today, I record this episode every day for 2022. I'm drinking a pint of Guinness and releasing a podcast episode. And I did it, recorded it, mixed it down, posted it online, went on with my day until this evening, uh, my really good friend, Nicole Serrano, sent me a, uh, a direct message on Instagram. And, uh, oh, side note, I think I can do this uh, after the fact. Yeah, I'm, 
I'm re-uploading the audio. I should be able to edit the show notes for this, but I'm going to put a link in the show notes below uh, to Nicole's Spotify account. She's an incredible singer-songwriter, artist, badass, uh, and I highly recommend uh, checking out her music. A link to that is, uh, fingers crossed, in the show notes below. Uh, but the reason here, yeah, here's the deal. The reason I'm, I'm interrupting myself is it was a reminder, this, uh, message from Nicole who, it was a positive message saying that she appreciated, uh, this episode and it was great, uh, 2022 start off vibes to bet on yourself. But I, Read it and I got a little self-conscious because I felt a little lazy. It is really easy for me to forget who I'm talking to um, when I record some of these episodes by myself sitting alone in a studio. Uh, it's e- I mean, I know this, sound, this probably sounds cheesy as hell, but it's easy for me to forget that I'm talking to you. And if you're anything like me and anything like the majority of my friends, you are dealing with some serious shit this year stuff is confusing we're all trying to figure it out and the last thing i need are these super vague broad stroke like you just bet on yourself just to you know just like you can do it you've you've got something worth saying and so just like put chips on yourself like what the fuck does that even mean uh and I, I really, I don't want to go down that direction this year with uh, this daily Guinness, these daily Guinness episodes. So here's the deal: I was laying in bed, and I pulled out my notes app on my phone, and I just started writing. I started, made like a bullet list, and I started pulling out like, okay, what are action steps, like tangible things that I can do, and you and I both can be doing this next year. Uh, to put chips on ourselves and bet on ourselves. Because here's the deal. If this is your first time listening to this podcast and you have no idea what the hell I'm talking about, when I say put chips on yourself, I have this like mental image that always comes to my mind oftentimes with life, specifically for if you're like a musician like me, say. Uh, but it, you know, it, all this stuff crosses over but I just I believe oftentimes that life is a lot like a game of roulette and you show up in a casino and you're given a certain amount of chips uh, and you have a choice like where to place those chips and all the places on the board are people and scenarios and options in life and you can take your 10 chips and you know like me as a bass player uh, who freelance who's been like freelancing and touring with different or multiple artists over the years you know that's kind of me putting my chips on different relationships oh okay i'm gonna put a certain amount of chips on this artist i'm gonna do this i'm gonna put chips here wherever as a singer songwriter if you just have yourself that is like that's putting a huge pile of chips on yourself and i just think it's important to remind ourselves that yeah you don't have to it's not about like wiping the board clean and putting all your freaking chips on yourself it's about making sure as you are going throughout life uh, prioritizing yourself in the midst of it. Yeah, like maybe just grabbing an, a, an extra chip or two when you have the availability and placing that on yourself amidst, you know, all the things that we're balancing in life. Uh, okay, so he, I mean, here's the deal. Here's like some, something like 20 some, something, uh, just points, action steps, thing like tactical ways uh, for if you are like a supportive person like me, 
and you're not naturally like, oh man, I'm doing it, I'm crushing, I'm like a Gary V, and I'm like, I'm like putting all my chips on myself, and I'm like, no, if you're someone that's like me, and is thinking about ways that you can bet on yourself, uh, here's like, here's like a bullet list. I'm just gonna crush through these because, and maybe not give a lot of context in the hopes that uh, one of them or a handful of them inspires you wherever you're at in life right now. Because here's the deal. I know for a fact every single person that you and I respect who have made something that we have connected with on an emotional level at some point in time in their life had to take some of their chips and place it on their themselves and the things that they're believe uh, that that pff, I'm stumbling all over my words. They, they had to place it on themselves and what they believe in and what they have to say. And me doing this right now is completely selfish. It's for you. It's uh, out there because I don't know, you might start a podcast that has an episode that changes my life. You might record a song that impacts me for the better. My That's my hope. Uh, totally selfish uh, that you will bet on yourself this year. So here's the deal. Here we go. Um, I'm rambling already. Oh, by the way, at the very end of this, I'm going to throw, throw a few things that I actually regret not doing uh, while... I was on some of the biggest tours of my life in the past. We'll get to that. Okay, number one, set a goal publicly. Daily Guinness episodes I'm doing right now. Uh, if you if you have an idea for something, uh, put it out into the universe and say you're going to do it because, man, every, every day that goes by that I don't want to do this, I'm thinking, oh, I don't know if I want to hit record. Man, what's worse is the embarrassment of letting people down that are uh, going to hold me to it, that are going to notice that I don't post a podcast episode or post online. Uh, so if you have a goal, set it publicly. Another one, be selfish with your mornings. First hour of every morning. I know that sounds like a long time. Be selfish with it. Keep your phone on do not disturb. I don't, I'm not even going to dive into morning routines. Just be do figure out, test things, and figure out what works for you. Spend your morning doing that instead of diving into what the world wants you to think. Just quit looking at Instagram first thing like I do oftentimes. And the first thing now that's setting up my day is uh, what other people are thinking, what, what other people have made. Now, I mean, I'm, I'm being selfish with my mornings lately. Social media, uh, speaking of that, uh, create more than you consume. I just have to keep that in check for myself personally. Uh, another one is, if you don't know, and this is a quote I heard recently, if you don't know your life's purpose, then your life's purpose is to find your life's purpose. Uh, and I have found when I am confused, or I don't know what the next thing to focus on, something that gives me a lot of mental oxygen is reading biographies of people that are outside of my field. Too many of, my, I mean, myself included for years and my friends, uh, you know, just like I'm a bass player. So I'm going to read bass player and music biographies. That's cool. I'll do that, but find something out of your field. If you're not into sports, uh, read that. If you're not into music, so nah, I'm not going to even ramble on that. <laughs> oh, um, by the way, if you are going to read and you are like me and you like tangible books, thriftbooks.com is where I get all my books. Uh, you can you can find a book that'll cost you 30 bucks at Barnes & Noble. You can find one used there, which is in great shape for like five bucks. And it usually delivers within the week. So I'm on that all the time. I literally have a pile of books 
sitting next to my desk right now that I haven't read yet, uh, so it's becoming a problem because they're so cheap. Yeah, I'll throw another $1.99 one on. Um, oh, speaking of reading, don't be a book monogamist this year. If you are reading something and you kind of have fallen out of the interest of the book, pause it. Put that freaking bookmark in and move on to something else uh, and come back to it if or when you come back to it. Do not, um, do not slog through books in 2022. Uh, follow your curiosity and jump all over the place. Um, get, out, get over your discomfort talking about yourself, whether that is online, sharing the stuff you're working on, or that is you know in person. Hey, what are you up to this year? What are you, what are you up to? If you have to write it down, I've had to do this in the past, write down the answer to this question. Hey, what have you been up to lately? As simple as that, write a two-sentence reply that is as interesting as possible. Uh, being honest is, um, that's optional. <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying that. Uh, teach what you know. Find a way, uh, I mean, specifically, I always think of Instagram. Find a way to share the knowledge or experience you have, big or small. Uh, invest time in friendships and networking. Um, I here's a, here's a secret, and I'm hesitant to share, share a secret like this. Um, make a list of the ten people uh, that you have a contact with that you could reach out to, or they are able to reach out to you. That if they were to call you for like an opportunity or something, that it would you'd get pumped about it. Like they're someone that you consider in your mind like a gatekeeper in your world. Make a tangible list of those 10 people and think, like constantly think about how you can add value to them. If you listen to a podcast and you think that they would like that, say, hey, I listened to this podcast today. thought you'd like it. Here you go. Hey, I finished this book. You know, I saw you posted this online that you're thinking about this. I feel like you'd love this book. Uh, add value. I know that sounds oily. Put the chips on yourself. Uh, find the smallest interesting problem to solve for yourself or someone else. Uh, ask your subconscious before you sleep. Oh yeah. If you are stuck on something or even like you're trying to figure this out, how to put your chips on yourself, literally like you're, I've read so many things that our subconscious can work for us. Here's a, here's a tool. Um, before you go to bed, turn, turn your phone off, like have no external input. Uh, hope, I mean, some people say an hour before bed, but it's fine. Like just don't go to bed scrolling on your phone, right on a piece of paper something you're trying to figure out or a problem you have or something you like if you believed your subconscious has the answer to it that you're trying to solve write it down on a piece of paper read it before you go to bed and i would be damned to find out that if that your subconscious doesn't some morning you wake up and you had a dream with the answer you wake up with an idea for something uh invest in your subconscious uh hemingway uh, Ernest Hemingway in his book, The Movable Feast, he talked about the importance of after he was done working on something, he needed to read something else that was completely off subject. Uh, he would even read something he knew was going to be bad. If he knew it was going to be like so bad, it's obvious, just to get his mind off good writing for a bit because he believed that you know our subconscious goes to work for us, but we have to invest in it. Uh, and that means, you know, doing things like, you know, Pulling up Netflix comedy special 
uh, and getting your mind off of ruminating about something. Uh, learn about tax write-offs and money this January. The majority of the most professional musicians or people that bet on themselves understand uh, that they should withhold their taxes uh, themselves. And uh, then at the end of the year, I can't tell you how many pro musicians are doing this. Uh, at the end of the year, they know how much they'd have to buy in, but they take that and they buy things that would be a write-off. So like maybe that's an amplifier or a new studio mic or guitar. Figure out uh, how taxes work this month in January before the year starts. Live below your means. So you're able to pick and be a little bit more pick and choosy. Uh, because maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm hesitant to talk about any of this money stuff because I'm not great at it. Uh, so I'm just going to leave that one there and move on. Um, hey, well, speaking of money, pay for a professional coach or online lessons, or in-person lessons, no matter how advanced you are. Uh, another way to put some chips on yourself this year, ask a friend to talk about you. I'm dead serious about this. Freaking text a friend and say, hey, can I buy you a beer? And we go and talk about me and what I'm up to because I respect your opinion. And I, I feel weird saying this, but I just would love to talk about some of these things I'm trying to figure out and get your advice uh, on. Ask this person this, what am I good, if you respect their opinion, what am I good at that I should double down on this year? Not Just screw the things you need to work on that you're bad at. Ask what you're good at and that you should double down on with this person. Uh, if you have a website, you need to be collecting people's emails. Uh, you need to collect people's emails even if you're not working on releasing something right now, but you need to collect the emails of people who would want to hear from you when you do release something badass in the future. Write your ideas down. Uh, man, our brains are so good at coming up with ideas, but they're not necessarily made for organizing them, remembering them, and um, like letting your ideas have sex together. Like in the sense that like when I write my ideas down for things, that is when I find like, oh, this idea connected with this one. And now I have this, oh, this led to this. Uh, yeah, you can't, your, your ideas aren't going to be having sex in your head. Uh, they need paper for that. Start paying attention to your decision making. Uh, when you are about to say yes to something or you have said yes to something, uh, recognize, are you making these, you're saying this yes out of fear, maybe fear of missing out, fear that the right gig and the right thing for you isn't out there. Um, also, I, uh, maybe this is for someone, recognize in 2022 that no is a complete sentence. Um, you want to put your chips on yourself, consider raising your rate. Know your value and what you bring to the table. Instead of things are tight right now, maybe instead of putting out a uh, half off for anybody that wants a baseline. Uh, if you're interested more in this, go check out my two episodes with Matt Patrick, a producer in town who I am friends with and I really respect. Raised his rates and uh, almost overnight was instantly busier than ever. Um, say yes to something this year that makes you a little nervous. That stretches you a little bit. Schedule downtime, especially for if you're like like me, uh, someone who is more of in a creative role. 
It's easy when people ask us what we're up to. It's easy to think that we are free if a commitment externally is not on the calendar. Put the chips on yourself by scheduling uh, downtime and saying, no, I'm taking this evening off uh, just for myself. It doesn't even have to be for productive shit. Um, You could be like my buddy Corey Wong, who I had on this podcast. Check out his episode. Uh, He is where I learned. He he puts a sticky note in his wallet and he writes down the things he wants to accomplish that week. And he regularly writes down that he wants to laugh really hard. So if he's coming to the end of his week and he hasn't he hasn't felt like he's had a good laugh, he will pull up um, a stand-up special or some kind of comedy, like schedule stuff, even if is if it's not like what you'd consider productive. Um, and then lastly, on this section is share what you're making on social media. Um, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. Too many, too many of my freaking friends uh, have come up to me. I've, I've doubled down on so, on social media, specifically Instagram this last year. And too many of my friends have talked to me and said, oh, man, I just feel so uncomfortable, like posting on social media, talking about myself. It's like, well, social media is the bar in which we are all hanging out at right now. You think about the times that we'd all like bump together out in public and meet up with someone. Oh man, it's cool. I saw you were playing this show, whatever. No, social media is where that's happening. Commit to sharing more of what it is you're making on social media. That is probably the number one easiest way to put some chips on yourself. All right. Um, I feel myself rambling and giving too much explanation right now. So uh, let's end it with this. These are one, two, three, four. Seven things. Um, I, a few years back, uh, I was uh, asked to join a band uh, with some of my closest friends. And it, it was a band that took me from playing clubs and dive bars in the U.S. to arenas overseas. And uh, it was like literally overnight, yeah, yeah, I'll play with you guys. What's our first gig? Okay, well... You got two months to prepare, and then we have a uh, a private plane picking us up. We're going to open up for the fray, and then we'll fly back, and then we're over in Japan four times in the next couple of years. Uh, so, I it was this whirlwind for me, and when I looked back on it, I w- I'm really grateful because I was really present. I was really present in the moment to experience all of it. Um, but there are like always things popping up on my mind that I wish I would have done. I wish there's like a few things that I regret not doing that would have put uh, chips on myself while on a tour like this. Number one, uh, again, not collecting emails or social media accounts. I run into someone, meet someone at a show, whatever works for you, whatever makes the most sense, find a way and get comfortable asking for someone like, yeah, what's, Hey, what's your Instagram? I'd love to stay in touch, keeping in touch with the people I met. Um, that was a discipline I hadn't committed to yet. Uh, no, not post show. Thank you on Instagram. Oh yeah. If you're playing with an artist and no matter what size of venues you're playing, you need to make the habit right now after every show, you know, after shows, everybody posts something about themselves like, oh, it's a great show. Every artist does that. Or after a show, typically um, fans will go to a an artist's like Instagram page and like comment about whatever the, the, 
the most recent photo that they have up and connect there. After every show, I now make a habit of going on Instagram and going to the fans that are commenting. And I go on and say, hey, I was playing bass tonight. I just want to say thanks for coming. What a great show or something like that. I like, hey, I was in the band. Uh, yeah, you're totally right. It was a blast of a night. We had fun too. Thanks for coming out. Connect. It's artists are doing that and there's no reason for you not to be doing that too. Um, I was horrible at not reaching out to more people while I was in town to hang. Uh, I, I just, I don't know. Maybe I just was getting overloaded after a while and I wasn't reaching out to make those connections. If you're in town, uh, I don't know, be healthy, get sleep if you can. But also, you know, if you have, if you're able to reach out to people, uh, that you've kept in contact with, uh, and say, Hey, I'm in town. You know, who's awesome at this. I interviewed Taylor Johnson, uh, and he's an incredible human, incredible guitarist. And, uh, and I have an episode of him here on the podcast. And one of the things he is really, really good at is feeling comfortable reaching out to friends when he's in town and saying, hey, um, I've got a day off and I'm going to be in town. Let's work together. If you have any like recording sessions or any anything tracking you need done, let me know. I'm in town. For me, that's like something... Excuse me, Guinness burp. For me, that's something that would just bring up like an almost just cringe. Like, oh man, I don't, it just feels like I, I want to reach out to people. No one feels like you're being oily when you do that. When I started doing this because of his advice, um, so often people are like, oh my gosh, I'm so pumped you reached out. I, I mean, even if they don't have work, they're like, I don't have work, but I'd love to hang out and get together with you. Uh, and sometimes it has led uh, to connecting and uh, recording and doing stuff like that. Get over it right now. Uh, another thing is I, w I wish I would have hung out at the merch table more or at meet and greets. If you're out with an artist, uh, first of all, it makes you look awesome to go after the show when everybody else is going to the green room and just sitting around hanging out with friends. If you take 15 minutes to go hang out at the merch table right after a show, like, who does that? First of all, everybody appreciates it, but then you're making this connection. Yeah, you, I mean, you could have something. I don't know. That, is that weird to say people? Yeah, hit me up. I'm on I'm in Instagram. Uh, let's follow each other and stay in contact. Uh, or meet and greets. Rarely have I ever met an artist who loves that pre-show meet and greet just by themselves. If a band member was to say, hey, yeah, I'll come out and hang out with the fans and say hi with stuff, they'd be like, yeah. Uh, now a friend of mine is here with me in this experience. You're doing them a favor and you're connecting and you are now uh, getting FaceTime with fans. And slowly, one interaction by one interaction, you are adding value to every single fan you come in contact with uh, who now has the possibility of maybe becoming a fan of you if you uh, transition out of that gig. Um. Oh yeah, this this is where I'll leave it. Um, I wish I would have taken more photos of other people. It is so easy to just get in our own world, and this sounds it, this sounds like counterintuitive to like putting the chips on ourselves, but by taking photos of other people, um, number one, it's just the kind thing to do. Turn your freaking camera the other direction uh, and help someone else out, because everybody need everybody needs photos of themselves nowadays. But also. Uh, you're putting chips on yourself. Even if you're not, don't consider yourself a photographer. You take a photo of somebody, and now on their Instagram, uh, they've said, "Hey, 
they're now posting about you um, on their, on their Instagram. Who does that all the time? You know that actually was I, this was not my intention uh, the past couple of years when it came to diving into um, documentary style black and white film photography while uh, on the road with music. Uh, I just started because I was passionate about the uh, this visual medium and the the art of doing it. But a byproduct of that, I realized, was now all of a sudden after like shows and tours and stuff like that, people are posting photos that I took and it's about them and so it adds value to them and all their followers that are interested in what they're up to. Uh, and now these posts say like photo by Rob Morgan. So people are following me and checking out my other photos because of the gift I've given to someone else. Uh, I don't give a damn if that sounds oily tonight. That's not for me to say, uh, that's shit that no one else is going to tell you. Uh, so I don't know. I'm going to leave it at that. I want to interrupt myself because I felt like I was getting a little rambly, uh, on that last episode, but I would love to hear from you wherever you're at. If any of these I- impacted you, maybe you're listening to this a couple years down the road. I would still love to hear from you. Hit up the podcast hotline, uh, thecuriouspod.com slash contact or anywhere on social media. No, you know what? Actually, screw that. My personal email is just therobmorgan at gmail.com. Uh, shoot me an email. I'd love to hear from you. If you write, I will reply. That's the email I give to my friends and family. Um, that's all I got. Uh, but yeah, hang in there. Yeah, we're all dealing with some shit this year. Uh, it's confusing. We're stressed. We don't necessarily, if you're anything like me, you probably don't have a lot of extra mental oxygen to be putting chips on yourself. But um, I think it's worth it. Um you have something uniquely yours to say and create in this, this world. And I really hope uh, that one of these um, things helped you. So, as always, stay curious. Put some fucking chips on yourself this year. And I'll talk to you tomorrow.